and three, two, one. And today it is the great and powerful Elijah Bailey, along with my special guest, special friend, special host, uh, podcast wife, Mr. I thought you were going to introduce no, me. No, no. I want you to say your name. I always want you to say now your name. How are you going to call me so special, but you're not going to introduce me? I mean, you've been special for way too long. I don't feel long. special anymore. I mean, how long has it been? So now Since middle I school? feel like I'm going to edit all the specials out. I'm just going to put like a beep. So Do it. No, I am. Do it. Okay, I like that. All right, so anyway. But I'm Richard Taplin. Yeah, Richard Taplin. Uh, we are here in Black and Studios, the finest podcasting studio in all of the land where we have all the things that people want in the studio. Yeah, and it seems like Caleb is uh, definitely catching up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we got to He's telling me about his tricks and everything. Caleb, if you're listening... Best believe I was uh, jotting Taking that notes. down. Oh, I nice. Like I like that plug. So today's uh, show, we have a whole bunch of Potterheads with us. Uh, without further ado, we're going to start the show right now. And welcome to the show that makes you cream your pants. More so than, I don't know, what what would you cream your pants Nick for? Johnson's mustache. Oh, there we go. God damn it, Nick. That yeah, makes, it yeah. makes, uh, that's. Fuck yeah. Okay, so. At least it happens for someone. Oh, <laughs> you hear that angelic voice? That is one. We have four people in the studio with us that have, uh, what do you, they, they lead a wonderful wizarding life in, uh, where are we at, Richard? State. Oklahoma. Yeah, there we go. Oh. I did. I didn't want to have to throw you that bone, but I was like, that's kind of abrupt. So yeah, especially I was I was doing stuff, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay attention. Yeah, but I, it, I'm trying it, to pay attention to other things. <laughs> in Oklahoma, we have four lovely ladies that enjoy the uh, wonderful wizarding ways of Harry Potter. Um, starting on the far end, uh, that lovely voice you just heard is Miss Heather Johnson. Hello. Can you do uh, the movie game for us, like Nick does? Oh gosh, no, <laughs> no. Just give it a try. That's too much pressure. You just say, fuck no. Fuck no. There we go. I, like I think that. that's even better than Nick. Yeah. And then next it's to like her. a completely different octave. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, Nick is hell and she's like heaven. Ooh. Yeah, Aww. that's how that was. Uh, I mean, but it, hell is okay. I mean, don't, No, no, it's no, it's good. I mean. It's hot. Yeah. And, and, and Nick's sweating. He, he said that last time he was on the show, he sweats a lot. So. He does. Is that true? Yeah, it's gross. Is it like, why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's is it like, like, you ever just look at him like, why are you sweating right now? Yeah. And, and he's like, give me a hug. I'm like, eh, do I have to? It's like, you know, barely touching. Like, okay, I guess we can do this. And, and how long have you guys been married? Uh, we just had our two-year wedding anniversary so. last week, but we've been together for nine years. Oh, so wow. For, so it's like all of us got married in October, because yeah. you got married two years ago. Or th- our, our, this is three. Three years yeah, ago October, October 21st. Yeah. Ours I is 25. You guys got yes. married. Mm-hmm. And I got married October 15th. And for nine last years, year. she has suffered. Nick, take a goddamn shower. Have some <laughs> towels with you, sir. Uh, so I got one more question. Okay. Before, like, when you first met him, did he have, like, the beard and facial hair? Did he look, like, completely he's, weird? He's always had a goatee. Okay. Um, uh, and sideburns, but he's had the mustache for, oh gosh, I guess maybe three or four years now he's had the mustache. Okay. And actually after we, um, got married, he completely shaved the mustache off. And then and realized that it. was a terrible mistake yeah. and started growing like like it like again. Like a clown or like a... 
pedophile. Like a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> a hobo pedophile. Without the mustache? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't look like that with the mustache? <laughs> no, no, I think why he kind of does. a little bit more friendly, though. It's like, <laughs> uh, I know what you want to do with this kid, but... I trust you. A I get bit. I get kind of jealous because whenever we go places, it's always about his mustache. Dude. It's like, oh, awesome mustache. I awesome do like mustache. your hair. Oh well, thank yes, you. you have thank nice you. Jet black hair. I like appreciate that. I am a natural blonde, though. Ooh, yeah. Interesting. Pull it off well. Thank you. Thank you. I right. I feel like a dark-haired girl more than <laughs> yeah, a blonde. Yeah, me too. You know, <laughs> I, I was a blonde in middle school, and then that's how me and Richard became friends. He made fun of me. And I went home and got some charcoal, some water, rubbed it in my hair, and it was a little bit darker. I and never knew how you fixed it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> truth, the, the truth is coming out in this. Episode. I know, I know. It, when whenever this is what Harry Potter does, it to does. Us. It, it's like a uh, a truth serum. It's the wizardry. <laughs> what the wizardry? The wizardry. 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 What's wizardry? All the Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> anyway, next, and that's only one, one of our guests, Heather. Next to Heather, we have Gal, who is the lovely wife of Caleb Haldane. Cal- Caleb <laughs> Haldane, who Caleb Haldane of Red Six to Golden Corral. Yes, who eats so much pussy he shits clips. That was his tagline on episode forty. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, that's and a legendary line. We bring is. that. We bring that up a lot. Yes. <laughs> and you know he actually drew me a picture picture of himself just standing with his hands up above his head saying i eat them i eat them all and i was like <laughs> you know that's a cool picture but i didn't really need that the episode we're on episode 51 now it's it's it's, it's gone it's done but um what is your uh, experience does caleb sweat as much as nick no he doesn't he he actually is is typically a very warm and dry kind of guy what do you think about his his beard he's growing now i love it Ooh. when he shaves i do when he when he shaves it off i get so mad at him so so we went to a halloween party last night mm-hmm. and he went as william Riker. okay um and he asked you know which version of Riker should i go as beard or go to your no beard i was like you're going with beard. beard. I don't want you shaving this off again. <laughs> I want you to wear your costume. Oh, it just looks so weird Because so, I shave mine when I fuck up my beard. And I, I hate it. Uh, and, As your podcasting partner yeah, he spouse, I, I hate it. And you know what? My actual I hate wife, it. She, there's no pleasing her, though. Like, beard, she's like, it's too long. And then when I cut it, it's too prickly. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to knock my fucking face off. How about that? Is that a good in-between? Because <laughs> I like my beard. But... Sometimes I fuck up and I have to shave it off. So, I mean, you get, yeah. got to deal with it. And Richard, I'm going to shave again. Richard, don't look at me like that. He's so I'm sad. At you I now. know. I know. <laughs> I wanted you to say that on air so people could know. He turned away from me. He turned he his did. back on me. I've never shaved my mustache since I've been growing it. You need to. No, so, no. I'll so be scared. I guess, I guess what he's getting at here is don't fuck up yeah. <laughs> just yeah. don't fuck it up <laughs> it's not by choice it's just by nature if you're a man and you shave your shit you shave your beard or your goatee and you're you're trying to be very finite in detail ever since i've been like up. shaving with a blade i have not you messed up i use my my clippers that's so. normal what i've been using but i had to get off of that are you uh, and we'll talk about this here in a minute since we're on uh, beards and stuff. But we only have we've only because <laughs> there's something we got four ladies in here. Yeah, no, no, this is, this <laughs> we only is made it sl- through half of slow. us. Yeah. So we have Heather and Gal, and then next to her we have Aaron Burke. Hi. How's it going? Oh, good. Oh, my husband, good. My I husband like that. also does have facial hair, just because, yeah. and that's obviously the topic of discussion. Yes. See, these are the women of the beard. 
You know, you have to have a beard to turn these women on. They mm-hmm. love it. But my favorite part is that it's really a bit like a chia pet. So I can be like, ooh, shave it all off. Oh, wait. No, no, that looks terrible. Please go back. You look like a fucking Mario brother. Like, stop. I totally understand. I would never. I told Nick, I was like, do not ever just shave completely. Like, always have at have least something. The, at least the goatee. If you have a fucking uh, soul patch, just be that douche until the rest <laughs> of your hair comes back. Just a soul patch. So. Yes. So you do you run your finger? How how long is your husband's beard? I we go through phases, but okay. you know it's fall, so we're probably going to do like the whole full face woolly thing. Okay. I mean, he works he works like outside doing new construction, so mm-hmm. his face gets okay, cold. So, it's it's yeah. practically you know for work. Yeah, yeah. so he, he needs that protection. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. That makes sense for you women that don't like beards. Fucking nut up. Come on. Men need beards. It's what we had in in our primitive days before we knew. There's a reason why we magic. grow facial hair. Yeah, there is. I mean, when you when you first grow that, you have that first hair sticking out. You're like, man, mm. you see my mustache? I'm like, dude, like, yeah, one a hair. God. Yes, there's a god. I didn't shave my my beard and stuff after I grew it for probably like a, like two years. Like when it fully grew in, I just wore it around. It was all ratty and shit. But I was like, it's a beard. I got Were a you beard so proud? I was. Mm-hmm. I was very aroused. I was proud. The women around me loved it. So I mean, it was a win win. I kept mine very trimmed at first because it was just so it was too patchy. Uh, yeah, I got that one patch like right underneath my uh, my left jaw, and so I always try to keep the bottom trimmed up. But anyway, I mean that, that conversation is going nowhere. Uh, next to Aaron, we have Alicia. How's it going? Hi, I'm Alicia. I'm going to be the odd one out because I don't like it when my husband has a beard. She's lying. She's trying to trick you guys. What about mustache? He just he looks like a creepy stalker dude, and oh, I man. just I can't handle it. Uh, That's he, not the look you're going for. No. Yeah. Does he clean no. it up at all, or do you just let it grow in? He just when he has his what do you call that? Like that goatee. Thing, goatee. Yeah. He's got the whole thing going on, which he had prior to our relationship. It would like make his eyes look like he's like undressing everything that walks by, <laughs> and then like he may or may not like eat you in his basement and wear okay. your skin or something. Oh, and so okay. adding that to like socially awkwardness, I I said that like just down. that just has to go away. Oh, and so, he's socially awkward. Yeah. yeah. Oh bad yeah. Yeah. So, bad combo. You know the sweetest person in the world, sure. but he thought I'm gonna pass out candy. <laughs> and I, I think candy corn would be great because who doesn't like candy corn? And I said, you know, we're, we've been dating like a month. You you can't just pass out unwrapped candy yeah. <laughs> and look like you and in the part of town where you live in your really, really, really questionable house. Um, so it was we, just like all bad. That. Yeah. We worked on you that. You like you worked on a lot then. Is, does he, he was work, happy to do it. Does he, he work from home? We, work, we all work together. Me and him own... Easy time clock and work with Aaron every day, and so she knows he's not Mister. Mm. Com- he's antisocial, but he's not complete creeper dude anymore. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Maybe, he really is. Maybe he should. Uh, I mean, what happens for most men if they're awkward and their facial hair isn't growing in right? I have him come and train with me for a while. Either in the morning boot camp, Richard saw that Josh Roberts started to. Man up a little bit. His facial hair just start coming in. Yeah, and uh, if and he's like thirty years old. Yeah, yeah, he's he's super old. Yeah, fucking. We'll just we'll just go ahead and send all of the office husbands to you. And there we like, go. You know, go ahead and just get them to all man up a bit. It'll be great. Yeah, I like it. It'll work. So, <laughs> what we'll do before we get into the uh, Harry Potter facts, 
Well, not really facts. I just like saying that. Nick brought uh, goose facts to the show. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, so, um, But what I want to do, I want to give our normal shout-outs. Um, you li- lovely ladies have come to the OKC podcast uh, yes. meetup at yes. Fashion Hall. So yes. First, times. <laughs> first Absolutely. big beers. I will be there uh, one day. <laughs> well, yeah, all right. Yes, you should. Yeah. <laughs> I will be it's there. Fun. It is on our calendar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it November nineteenth. It is. I, I know that. See, he has told me the last two meetups, and yet he has not been there. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, I will so. be. I, I plan on. Definitely make like three years one. from now the three the three year anniversary. I think everybody already knows me, so it's just like not everybody. No, they know of you. Most most people know you, but a couple other ones like Mallory. She's like, who is this? Richard guy I keep hearing about is he really the janitor or is he I was like no no yeah. and I was gonna come there with like a janitor outfit on too, <laughs> like with my name tag on, on my oh, shirt awesome. yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, why is this janitor hanging around our table so uh, much? Hey guys, let me let me get all y'all <laughs> cups. cups. I know they're full. And then you're just starting <laughs> to <laughs> drink them. <laughs> no, it's it's a really good place to just kind of sit down, uh, trade ideas, unwind. Yeah. Um, you have really get to t- have some wine. Uh, yeah, we've done that a few times. Uh, um, can, they have canned wine there, and it is dangerous. Um, on the last time I had canned wine there. Um, I had to get in the backseat of our car <laughs> oh. and throw up in a plastic bag oh. while I was talking about Disney princesses. Oh, wow. wow. That is that's yeah. that's some so that's, you guys be having. Yeah. That's Fassler, a, Fassler Hall. I mean, yeah. this is where, this the, is where the parties wow. are. I told you. <laughs> Ken wine, Ken back wine. of a car, Disney princesses. Yeah. 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 Now we're, the, all, wow. we're all four of those things required. Like yeah. back of the car and Disney and canned wine. That, that's and just that's just how I like to party. So Man, uh, yeah, oh, that is badass. <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to the OKC podcast community. Um, so if you guys, we'll we'll do the upcoming events. Well, Richard already said you know it's November nineteenth. So come on out and meet us. We start usually at six o'clock. I'm usually fashionably late by thirty minutes to an hour <laughs> uh, for no for for no real reason. I, I, a little bit of fuck it gets in my system on those Saturdays. But so. that's kind of the nice part is you can just come whenever, stay how long you want, exactly. and leave. Yeah. And you know that's it's just real casual. We typically yeah. get there an hour early. See, yeah, I might ha- I might have to be on time this time. But I do like coming in. Everyone's like Elijah, and I'm like, yeah, I feel important. And they're like, <laughs> okay, back to beers. I think that's where Stone feels important too. Probably the uh, only place he feels important. Ooh, yeah. yeah, he shouldn't because after he leaves, we 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 can huddle up. And we're like, man, we need to find another spot because John Stone keeps ruining this shit. <laughs> so uh, shout out to John Stone, uh, the OKC podcast community. Also, Jennifer uh, Crawford and the podcasting smart community, uh, the Black Nerd Squad and the extraordinary journey of a black nerd. Now, podcast of the week this week, there was a, a huge topic, a huge debate. It's the Art of Charm podcast. Uh, podcast which the title is art of charm social science cognitive psychology confidence relationship advice uh, biohacking productivity podcast by jordan uh, harbinger and the art of charm team produced by jason uh and the whole deal that happened with them this week is he went to a conference on a panel and they were talking about you know starting a podcast and he told everybody do not start a podcast and it comes from the place that if you don't have anything important to talk about, you know, don't saturate the market even further just by starting a podcast and not investing into it, uh, putting in time, you know, getting your your equipment correct. Don't just have like a blue Yeti and then do it while you're driving places and just awkward spots. Actually do your research, see what the trending market is. So this is a big debate because Jennifer Crawford put it on the podcasting smarter um, 
uh, forum and people were talking about, I don't think that he should say that. I think everybody should have a voice. But at the same time, I think that you need to be constructive in what you're doing. So have it mapped out because it takes a lot of time for Caleb, Nick, and John to get their show ready. It really does, yeah. It is, you know, they they release once a week and it is – they're constantly working on it throughout that week. Yes, definitely. So, uh, I, I kind of agree with it. Did you read that mm-hmm. when Jennifer posted? What do you same thing? Uh, kind of. Where do you where do you stray from? You know. Well, I mean, because e- even if our topics, even if you have someone that you know maybe you don't believe in what they're saying or it's just complete you know rubbish bullshit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like music. You know, one yeah. person can. I'm I'm not a fan of reggae, mm-hmm. but if someone's trying to do reggae and they're starting out, you know, I'm not going to tell them, well, not don't put do out it. music just because there's enough reggae already out there, or there's yeah. enough music already out there. I think anybody, if if you want to start talking on a mic, have a passion for if it. If you have a passion for it, go for it. Uh, yeah. And then what's going to happen is either you truly don't have a passion, and you eventually stop you recording. Out, yeah. yeah, you just fizzle out by yourself. You just won't. You know, I think anybody, if, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it does take a lot of work. It does. And I think that will, you know, weed out all the people who are really serious about it. Yeah. If you don't don't treat it like a business by paying for equipment, you're always trying to bum it. I mean, you get your start, but know that there's an audience or there's people that have the same passion that you do and you're speaking to them. So they need a consistent podcast out on the same day. They need to have the quality either improving or staying consistent if it's already great, mm-hmm. and then that your message needs to be the same. It can't be sporadic and all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, even if that's your personality, you have to kind of tighten it up a little bit. Um, but the Art of Charm podcast itself is um, a way, it's almost like um, we talked about um, Ask Women podcast with Marty Kendra. She's a wing girl. She teaches guys and uh, females how to interact with each other that might be socially awkward or have never dated before or virgins or whatever else. This is the guy's version of that. Not just a pickup artist, but actually telling you how to gain your confidence as a, as a male. And they do a lot of stuff for businesses where they take these practices and take them back to their job, get promotions or start their own businesses. So it's a very good podcast. Uh, I like listening to them. They're uh, three, four or 500 in. So, I mean, just start with whatever episode you're on you can go back and kind of pick from there, but that's our podcast of the week. And the cosplay of the week is at the nerd truth who is known for his Iron Fist cosplay. He goes mm. to a lot of cons. He always does Iron Fist. Uh, but he also has a Spider-Man, Nightwing, Han Solo, and Green Lantern, and much, much more. Uh, so the, and the only place you can find him is on Instagram. He's exclusive to Instagram, so at the Nerd Truth. Uh, with that being said, let's jump right in to our Harry Potter conversation. So, for Harry Potter, when did Harry Potter first come out? Because I can't remember. I remember I was in... High school, middle school? I believe it came out in 97. Oh, yeah. So. yeah the first I was book? thinking 96 or something like that. So, yeah. yeah I, started, I started on the third book, and that was in 1998. So. Okay. What about you, Alicia? I couldn't tell you when Harry Potter started. When did you start reading? I was given the first book for my eighth grade birthday present from a friend. I didn't open it. For years, it got stuck in a box, <laughs> and so not until the first movie came out. So that had to be middle high schoolish. First movie came out, I want to say ninety nine or two thousand. Okay, yeah, I maybe. Say, okay. I, yeah, I think I don't it was know why I'm chiming in, but no, 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 actually, no, you know, you know yeah, some shit. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I want to say it was like uh, during ninety nine two thousand. Um, yeah. 
just because I, I was I, moving and I remember like one of my friends you remember I remember my friend next door was just like he got like super like weird excited for it and I was just oh, I thought like, you gonna I thought you were gonna say he got excited that you were moving well probably so but he was just getting weird excited I was just like the fuck oh. was wrong with you no, I just know what he was talking about mm-hmm. but so I yeah. must have just been a late bloomer but my experience came probably 10th grade 11th grade in high school and then I was just hooked and Every read all the books straight through, read it, watched as many movies the days they were coming out because they were coming mm-hmm. out like every Thanksgiving for a while, yeah, yes. and then we had those lulls because mm-hmm. of the deaths and all those wonderful things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we got off like two years, but for years that's what my family did on Thanksgiving was we went and saw Harry Potter, and I would have read the books before they came out, and I knew everything was going to happen. I'm mm-hmm. sure, like everybody else was. So mm-hmm. mine was really high school is when that hit for me, and it I was actually, pretty aggressive. She- I didn't start, uh, I actually didn't uh, read the books or um, watch the movies until I was in my 30s. Um, mm-hmm. So I was very, very late. And didn't you watch the movies before you read the books? No. No. Uh-uh. Okay. I had never seen the movies and then I started reading the books and was instantly hooked. Okay. Um, and I actually did not know most of what was happening so all the deaths and all of that were super new to me and that was wonderful <laughs> wow it did not get spoiled for me i don't know how i stayed away from all of it for that long oh, not I knowing know. i just remember like the cheerleaders uh at, at, at memorial oh, they okay, were like you. um i was like i don't think there were cheerleaders yeah, in there, no, but, like, eh? uh i just remember like they were just like super geeked up over harry yeah. potter and they're just like you know, like Harry Potter, blah, blah. I was like, I just don't know what it is. <laughs> I heard of come, it. And you can was, read it to me. I was like, <laughs> it, was, it was just, it was kind of extreme. Um, and which like, any, you know, anything that has trend, a following. Like blew up, yeah. Yeah, it just, you know, you got the people who are just like, I breathe this. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter seems to have a really, like a really passionate fandom. Yes. Like you yeah. either care with your whole soul or you don't give any shits. Yep. You either have no care, or it's like, no, no, I've been to the Wizarding World twice. How many times have you been? See? I've actually never been. I oh. haven't either. I, I mean, haven't but either. Like, but, like, Alicia goes all the time, so. Yeah. That's so, amazing. What, what, yeah. what, what, what is it? I'm, I'm curious yeah. now. So, at Universal Studios Orlando, they have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It has to have been out at least five years. Probably longer. Don't quote me on that at all. But... Last year, if I'm remembering correctly, they added the second part of the studio. That would be Diagon Alley on the other side of Universal Studios. So my husband and I went in 2014, and he proposed at Hogwarts. Oh, that's oh awesome. my god! That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that romantic How was motherfucker. It? How that was is it? Let's, let, let's go down memory <laughs> line real quick. So it was January 2014, and it was my first time visiting, like, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So you just hurry and like up here. I was, yeah. going, I was going to die. Like it was, it, this is happening. I was that, you know, 20 something year old woman who's screaming like, oh my God, I'm in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I can't handle my life. And, <laughs> you know, we ran past all the other rides. It was, we are going to the Wizarding World. Like screw the rest of Universal. Oh, that's cool. They've got Jurassic Park. Let's make sure we get that, you know, in, at day three or something. But we are going to the Wizarding World. And uh, it was really, really an epic experience because we went and there's a conductor like you walk first into Hogsmeade and they have you know the train and they're like hey you can take pictures of the train and conductor and the conductor comes up and asks us like hi how's it going and he's 110 percent in his role (laughs) and we said yeah we literally just got here we ran back here 
like like we're here like oh my god we're here we've waited for years we've watched the movies we've read the stories and so he takes us on like a private tour just of, shout to? of the of the uh you know wizarding world section and lets us go he walks us straight back to their main ride which um of course not i'm gonna forget what it's called but it's in the hogwarts castle and um Escape, no, the Forbidden Journey. Is that what that's called? I'm so sorry. I should know this. I've only ridden it like 1,200 times. <laughs> um, but it's in the Hogwarts Castle. And so he comes in and he's walking us through each of the different stores and telling us the stories and how things were built and what parts were coming from the movies and props and blah, blah, blah. So then he takes us up to the Hogwarts Castle ride and t- does some like magical awesomeness where they let us skip the lines. They take us on a private tour of, oh through like gosh. the single riders. And we have this gal who's hanging out with us the whole time. And we go right into the Forbidden Journey ride. I think that's what it's called. And it was just the most epic experience probably of my life, other than getting engaged three days later Hmm. in Hogwarts as the last thing that we did on our trip. Yes, it wasn't three days later. It was like eight days later. And uh, he actually went and asked the conductor person that time, I guess, if he could borrow the single rider's line so that he could propose. Mm. So they blocked off that row or that lane so that way he could propose in front of Dumbledore's office. Oh my god. Oh, with wow. the talking so in the cool. back. Honestly, amazing. I don't remember a lot of what he said. I was just like, we're in Hogwarts <laughs> and I, I think this is happening. Is this happening right now? I think this like, is happening. Are you on your knees? What, what's so, what's going on? <laughs> it was it was really exciting. And the uh, I'm kind of a I don't know, a jerk sometimes, but there was this like eight year old girl on the so I'm going to back up like the first day of the trip when we first got there this 8-year-old girl who was screaming about how you know Harry Potter's stupid and I should get to do all these things and it took everything Did you in like my pull life. your belt out and just <laughs> like, oh, it took so much of my you know super excited I'm having the, like the highest moment of my life I get to ride this ride got to skip the long line and I'm here in Harry Potter and there's this just twat just being a <laughs> whatever there we go whatever and, say it say um, it just say it being I, I a I can't call an eight-year-old a bitch. Nah, that just doesn't feel right. You, you can't on his show. Yeah. Um, you already call her a twat. So son like, of a bitch. She, I mean, I looked at her and I was like, I said to her, you have no idea how awesome it is to be here. Mm. And then I just kind of walked away because I was like, all right, this is not okay. I'm not this kind of person. But I could not <laughs> believe how what an ungrateful brat she was. I'm like, I've waited, you know, all of my adult life to make it here. But it's um, awesome. And they added Diagon Alley, which is awesome. I wouldn't go. Like, so get the bad. frozen butter beer. Don't get the like cold butter beer. It's not worth it. I was get just going to ask beer. about the butter beer. It's amazing. Yeah. We had butter beer at our wedding. Is butter beer like a Harry Potter thing too? It is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a Harry Potter drink, and Starbucks made the poor choice of having like a butter beer drink for a while. I don't know if, did you guys get that? No. no. Oh yeah, you got uh-uh. that because I gave that to you. But then they stopped <laughs> making it, and that was the only reason I ever went to Starbucks was because of their butter beer coffee good? thing. I didn't really enjoyed it. Okay. And then they all stopped doing it, so that was unfortunate. Jerks. But Assholes. Universal's awesome. Loved it. We had season passes. We've gone way too much. And they <laughs> just opened up the Wizarding World in California, yes. and I'm hoping we get to go do that sometime next year to check it out. Bit, but geez. we just love everything Harry Potter. We, we got the cloaks. We have, like, the wands. Like, we, we, we Harry Potter hard. Hardcore. <laughs> and, yeah. and I noticed you're wearing your, your Slytherin cardigan. Yeah, I yeah. do. I have that, but... I couldn't decide out. between my Ravenclaw t-shirt or my Slytherin sweater. And then I walked outside and I was like, I, I need my Slytherin sweater. It's actually kind so of So what house too. are you? 
Unfortunately, it changes based on like every year that I take like, really? the things. So I've been each one of them depending on what year of my life I'm in. Huh. So I just said, all right, I'm going to be all of them. But I like the green. Green is just one of my colors. So. Yeah. I have more Slytherin than everything else. Yeah. How right. many? I'm going to ask, like, I'm, I'm a complete, you yeah. know, noob. Dumbass. It's not even noob. It's like just dumbass when it comes to Harry Potter. How many? But I'm curious. How many houses are there? There's four. Four, four houses. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what, what houses are y'all? Are, are y'all? Well, are, what are, what is the a... significance of the houses first? None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> so I've, I've been a Slytherin forever. Also, the last four you letters. Slytherin. Of, uh, the last okay. four letters of Slytherin is Aaron. So, like, I'm meant okay. to be there. Okay. Nice. But also, it's just like the like Machiavellian, I'll step on you, but I'm going to win mm-hmm. type of attitude. I feel like that is what makes a Slytherin. Okay. A little bit power driven, but like, going to succeed. Yeah. And so, I mean, I feel like that passion is just, you know, just part of Aaron, Slytherin. It's all it's all part of it. One thing. I've always been a Slytherin, no okay. matter how many times I've tested. Like even before. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Gal. Um, I'm a Ravenclaw. Through okay. and through, I'm a Ravenclaw. Um, so I'm I'm the kind of person that... And, and describe like how she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm the kind of person that asks why. I want to know why things are the way they are. And I'm going to research and figure out why why this question exists. So so we tend to be a little bit more of the bookwormish okay. type of person. We read a lot. We we want to understand the world around us. Like we knowledge is key. Knowledge, we're, we're the people where knowledge is key. We want to know more. Okay. And you say you're just depend on just the, the year. You're all four of them, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, I I guess my emotions just change too much on, like, you know, this year I'm more Ravenclaw-y because I want to know why things are happening. I want to know how we mm-hmm. can solve these problems. I want to be smart about my choices mm-hmm. and think about it and, you know, pull a Luna or whatever whenever I can. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I was kind of an angrier human, I really identified more with Slytherin because it's like, I'm going to kick your ass, and that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. And then when I felt really... Like, I'm going to take on the world and be kind of smart and be kind of awesome, but be a little bit of everything. Then I was very Gryffindor. You know, I guess I can't say I really want to be Hufflepuff, but it has happened like once or twice on those automated tests. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, I guess today I accidentally made myself a Hufflepuff. Have we, you ever we, taken... We have, we have to take a test. Okay, we'll take one. Have, I want to take a have test. you ever taken the, the test where it kind of gives you the breakdown of all four of, of your houses and your percentile in them? I haven't done that one. It's I'm guessing that's not on Pottermore. No, it's not the Pottermore. Mm-hmm. It's it and it was actually I don't know if they've released it, but it was the initial set of questions before they up, updated um, the sorting hat test here a few months ago. Um, so it was the initial set of questions and they gave you all of the questions and then it actually gave your you your percentile. So for me I was like very Ravenclaw. Secondary was Hufflepuff, which actually wasn't too far behind my Ravenclaw. And then way down there, like less than two, less than ten percent, I was Gryffindor and Slytherin. Like I have no Gryffindor or Slytherin tendencies. In so you're me. not a huge extrovert out. I, it depends on the day, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I can be, but no, in general, I'm very keep to myself. I'm a happy person. Happy go lucky, <laughs> you know, that's where you get the Hufflepuff from. But in general, yeah, I just I'm I'm a bit more introverted. I'm too anxious to be a Hufflepuff. I'm <laughs> I'm too anxious, yeah. That, that's Heather? Yeah. yeah, what are you, Heather? Uh, I am a Ravenclaw and I'm pretty Duh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um I actually don't really like self identify as a Ravenclaw, but no matter what test I take, how many times I take it, I am Ravenclaw. And I did the test that Chelsea was referencing where they give you your percentile. And I was like 96% Ravenclaw. 
Like I that's really how that's I mean, how Ravenfly. Oh, oh, yeah. I actually think I'm more of a Hufflepuff personally. I think I'm a Hufflepuff. Um, She's married to a Hufflepuff. Yes, Nick is a Hufflepuff, and that is very fitting. He's definitely. I I, there's no doubt. I know a Hufflepuff is. But it but sounds like <laughs> it sounds yeah. like Nick. Yes. Um, I mean, Hufflepuffs are friendly. They're friendly and sweet and caring and like you know loving people above other things. I mean, but when I took Very that percentile precarious. text, it was it was it was pretty much like, oh, why did you take this? Yeah, <laughs> you silly Slytherin. There was no reason for you to take this test. You're not anything else. All right. So with that, let's take our first pause for the cause, and we'll be right back with the Elijah Bailey Show. Are you looking for a place where you and your family can actually learn martial arts to defend yourself? Then come on down to 2201, that's 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, for Bailey Martial Arts Institute. This is a place that's not going to BS you. Just take your money and waste your time. If you want to learn martial arts so your family can defend themselves and create a stronger bond and build confidence, self-assurance, honesty, integrity, perseverance, and self-control into your child, come on down to Bailey Martial Arts Institute, again located at 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73003. You can find everything that you need to know about us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look up Bailey Martial Arts Institute. On Twitter, go to BMAI underscore Edmond. What's up, everybody? This is Taylor Davis from Jot That Down Podcast, a show designed to encourage, inspire, and stimulate conversation. So go check me out at Jot That Down with Taylor Davis on Facebook or at Jot That Down underscore TD on Twitter. And you can find this podcast on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Library, or any other podcasting library. I hope you'll join the conversation. All right, and we're back to the Elijah Bailey Show. We just heard about some uh, proposals down at the Pottering World, that pottery barn. Is that right? No? You're, you're no. being disrespectful. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, like no, you, you would get your ass whooped. Well, I'm hoping so. I haven't seen that side of Elise. She's like, you fucking eight-year-old piece of shit <laughs> talking about Harry Potter that way. But um, So we're, we left off on, on taking these tests to figure out which house you would. So where do, where do you find this test? Because me and Richard need to take it, and we're going to post our results on Facebook and see. The best place to take Probably take it is it. <laughs> oh, post it on Twitter or take it on Twitter. I'll probably post it on Twitter. Okay, uh, I'm completely anti Facebook right now. If you'll if you'll go to the the Pottermore website, which is www.pottermore.com. Pottermore. Pottermore. P o t t e r. Okay. M o r e. Legalize it. Um, <laughs> and you can go in and take the sorting hat quiz is what okay. it's called sorting hat quiz okay. yes yes in 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 the books there is a a hat that sorts you into your houses into into one of the four houses mm-hmm. and um so that that would be where you would need to go now the the one that's all four where you can see the breakdown that's that's a separate website which i could give to you at a later date for um any show notes okay, for yeah, people yeah. to find because uh, i don't know that one off the top of my head but the actual legitimate one that jk rowling uh put Jeez. together is is on there and it only takes like five minutes it's if that it's not a very long no quiz at all but the animation on it is so pretty very pretty take because it's not like a b c or d it's like paths in the woods and like this or this and it's so pretty and you can also do the test for the your patronus i really want to know what your patronus is i'm sure you've taken it yeah what's that i've drunk that before (laughs) (laughs) not not that kind 
So, so what's the Patronus? It's like a crazy, strong, protective charm that they cast in Harry Potter, and it takes a different form for each person. Ooh. So, like, sometimes it's like a doe or a stag or an otter or all kinds of different things. Um, was that when, um, I don't know which movie it was, but when all the uh, the shadow deals were chasing Harry, and it was mm-hmm. that, was that a deer? Like yes. Creature? It was like a, a jackalope? It was a doe. Doe, doe mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I kind of yes, talking about. Yes, that was the Patronus. They're kind of ghostly, bluish. <laughs> what the tears for? That makes me so sad. Okay, so was that, was it proven or is it a theory? I, I just can't remember yeah, it was Snape's Patronus, yes. um, be, and and it was the doe because that was Lily's, Lily's Patronus. Patronus. Yeah, and I just, thought it was proven. I mean, I thought there was an article where J.K. said that. That's yes, what. Yes, that's, that's what I remember. Post, like in the last like year or two, mm-hmm. that it yeah. was a post reveal about Snape. That yes, said, and because he ends it with she. Oh, what was the, he ends it with? You know, always or whatever. Yes. you know, it's his thing. And He's so, like after all this time, did always. She? Like, after yeah. All this time. So I mean, she yeah. confirmed that. You know, yes, that was him and her doe and blah, blah, blah. Did you see? Okay, so the very first words that Snape says to Harry. Um, I just read that article like last oh week. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do, okay, like, so it do you, hurts. It, makes, it hurts. Like, now Snape's your favorite so person ever. Bad. Okay, so, so Snape is one of the professors in the Wizarding World. Mm-hmm. And this entire time that you're in the Wizarding World, he seems to have it out for Harry. Yeah. He nasty. seems to really have it out for Harry. Right. Um, and, but it's Alan Rickman and he's yeah, cool uh, as hell. Oh my, so, so it's awesome. really hard to like not. Mm-hmm. Like, like him, him even yeah. though the it's the character he's playing. Indeed. I mean, you know, seriously, R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Like, oh. I can't handle it. Right. <laughs> um, in my life, it hurts. But, I I mean, I was on Team Snape from the beginning. Yeah. I, I couldn't yes. let go. I've always been Team I, Snape. I was always, yeah. But he was they, just too cool not to like. They just came out. Somebody somebody came out the other day, and I don't remember exactly what the herbs, um, the plants that were they they were talking about was but um he asked harry what do you get when you combine this plant with this plant yes and asphodel and wormwood yes asphodel and wormwood and basically asphodel is a type of lily yes and wormwood was how did that go how did that go it was like but but basically it was like i regret lily's death is the interpretation of what do you get when you get asphodel and and when you combine these two? I regret Lily's death. All right, so so not to interrupt you. Okay, yeah. so we are like hardcore in yeah, into the Potter in, world. Into right the Potter world. Okay, so just for me and also yeah. the sure. listeners out there who have not, uh, you know, actually this deep in Harry Potter, describe to us what is Harry Potter. Okay, as in Harry Potter the universe or. Yeah. Uh, let's the go story. with the story yeah. first. Okay. Yeah. So you start movies, you start off with this infant boy whose parents are killed. And uh, it's like a mystery how his parents were killed at the beginning. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. no it it's like, it's not oh, at all. It, it went down like this. It, it went down like this. It was it was the bad guy. It was Voldemort um, who kills his parents, and somehow you've got this boy who lived. The boy who lived. Um, so he's managed to make it through, even though Voldemort tried to kill him as well. Um, and so you already know that the Potters have died. 
and who Lily w- that we were talking Lily, about is Harry's is mother. mother. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 So it's like a puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Lily and James Potter are Harry Potter's, Harry Potter's parents. parents. Okay. okay. So so from the very beginning, we already know that this has happened. Okay. And so this big reveal, or I can't even say reveal, because somebody it was a third party that came out and said this is actually the meaning of this, and this is how this can be interpreted. So the fact that you have this character from the very beginning um saying i regret your mother's death even though he's saying it in a way that's a very like douchey way Mm -hmm. um you know there's a lot of subtext that goes on through the stories that you really need to 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 read or watch um the to understand the relationship that Harry and Snape have. And then you can kind of go back through and get these little things. So we're talking about, you know, oh my goodness, there's all these reveals that's coming out about Snape. And, and because of all of the subtext that you see throughout the stories, it's, it's just, it's really heartrending. Well, um, basically, um, Harry gets a letter that he's going to Hogwarts. And so, um, so do the, the world, like the normal world knows about, the no. muggles muggles are our normal people they are non-magic people okay and yeah. so we as we as humans that can't use magic i'm assuming none of us in this room can use magic truly Whoa. um we are all muggles and okay. the muggles do not know about the wizarding world it is a it is a secret place okay gotcha. and and snape is a professor at hogwarts okay um and um he kind of from the beginning when harry goes to hogwarts kind of like we said kind of seems to have it out for harry and harry doesn't, doesn't know, know why. why um but um as you read the books or um watch the movies um you find out that snape has a history um with um harry's parents and that he was very much in love with um harry's mother oh. and um harry's father kind of picked on snape when mm-hmm. they were in Hogwarts together so as it was just children, all bad for Harry. Then. <laughs> was this Harry's professor? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh-huh. okay. yeah. But you you find out um, throughout that Snape is you know not out to get Harry. It, it's you know it's very involved, but they have a very complicated history. Okay. Well, and what makes Snape even more appreciated, I think, by the end of the series is that you learn he pretty much turned his back on Voldemort as a Absolutely, follower. Yes. So he was the bad guy's right-hand man. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he's having to play this double role on like, is he team Dumbledore and is he a good guy or is he team Voldemort and he's a bad guy? And at the end, it's kind of revealed-ish that yes. he's really team Dumbledore because he's team Lily. Yeah. And so he rejects Voldemort in whatever way possible to save Harry because of Lily, because he has his mother's eyes. And so in the movies, it huh. just killed me at the end because mm-hmm. he's crying, those mm-hmm. tears. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Snape's so, crying yes. because Voldemort just kind of killed him. Well, the Snape and Voldemort is him. the bad guy, he right? He is the bad so, guy. So like the like the head dude at the well, no, wizardy he's, world? He's not he at like... the school. Um, he... Um, Kind of you. I'm sure you've seen him. He kind of looks like a snake. Looks like yeah. The, yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's not a professor at the school. But um, he is the one that killed um Harry's parents, and he's kind of he's got all of these followers. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's almost like a cult because they believe he is so strong. 
um, that he can do anything, and they just believe in his vision. Whatever is he pretty that strong vision though? is, like outside him he's, being a complete dick. Yeah, he's, he's oh yes, okay. magically he is very strong. Um, so would he be considered like the strongest person or the strongest wizard before I guess Harry's uh, learning of all, all his stuff? But is he like the top dog of? The wizard world, or he, he pretty much nearly single-handedly ended magic. Like it was, it was almost over. The dark magic was really pretty much it. He had there not been a team of people trying to stop him, mm-hmm. he would have finished. He would have finished it. Okay, so he was shit. That said, like I'm totally a cult member of like I, <laughs> I mean, Dark Mark. Is, I like, did the, follow him. The Dark Mark tattoo is coming on my arm. Yeah. Oh my, my sister is now awesome. married, so now my grandma doesn't have to panic about seeing it at the wedding. So. <laughs> <laughs> grandmas do panic about that's tattoos. Awesome. Okay, so he's in this this university, basically learning about. Uh, I guess this is a university for people with magic powers because mm-hmm. uh, yes. they have to learn different right. stuff. And you take exactly. Mongols, yeah. muggles, muggles. muggles. Gotcha. I'm, uh-huh. I'm I'm learning, dude. I know, I know. I'm and learning. Yeah, you take <laughs> you know uh, potions classes and um, what charms, are some, yeah, charms and divination. divination. Yeah. What's divination? Like um, interpreting signs, the future. The okay, like an yeah. oracle. Yeah, like okay, um, like of. crystal ball, tea leaves. Um, okay. you know things being, like that. Being able to interpret things within your in your sphere to see the signs and patterns to predict what is coming. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's like a traditional gaming diviner. Yeah. Like you're speaking with otherworldly spirits. You're you know interpreting those signs, mm-hmm. receiving those messages. Okay. So mm-hmm. how long is this university? I mean, how many like was he like an element in our world? Is it like elementary or high school freshman sophomore? It goes and he to graduates? Like elementary to high school, I would say, right? Kind of like, like kind of like middle elementary because I guess yeah. you really. I mean, you know, there's there's no reading or writing, like no English, no math at these places. So my assumption is that like you go to regular kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, and then once you can read, now you can go to Hogwarts. Okay. It starts at you start start at age 11, eleven, and you yeah, go to seventeen. 17. So okay. it's it's basically middle and high school because there's seven years that you are in Hogwarts before Damn. you fully graduate. Mm-hmm. So then, what happens books. after you graduate? Oh, okay. So there's seven books. How many mm-hmm. movies are there? Eight. Eight. Eight movies. They okay. did the Eight. last uh, book, um, Deathly Hollows, in like part two. one, part two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, how is the. So, what happens after you graduate? Are you just like. It just really kind of depends. Um, you know, you go off into the wizarding world and, and find jobs either in the Ministry of Magic okay. or. Hogwarts. You could be, you know, be you a professor. Mm-hmm. Um, or some ladies are housewives, and that's okay too. Yeah, okay. Yes, okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I want to be the uh, groundskeeper. Well, they kind of have a hall monitor at Hogwarts. Are you a squib? You could do. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Are you a squib? What is, okay, what is so- that little uh, uh, deal? That looks like Smeagol. That was in one of the movies. Oh, yeah. Dobby. Dobby. That's Dobby. Okay, He's so a house elf. You don't want to be okay. a house elf. Don't no, be a house elf. Because he gets his ass whipped yeah. like every day. You, you don't They're basically be a house elf. slaves. Yes. Yeah, it's like slave oh, yeah, labor. Yeah, they no. keep your house. People fought and died, they... so I wouldn't have to go through that. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not, no. not going to be, uh, what is it, Dobby? Dobby. Dobby. They're house elf. Yeah. But Hermione uh, makes an organization called Spew, and I can't remember what it stands for. I think it's Society for the Protection of. Uh, I can't remember welfare, elvish welfare, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, um, where she wants to free the house elves, and the way you free house elves is by giving them an article of clothing. And once you give the, it, like Dobby gets a sock, 
and then he is freed Free. from his servitude. But it has hmm. to be an article of clothing, clothing given by the master. By the master, yeah. Okay. That's the only way that they can be. Have freed. they ever tried like, huh. to steal it? And but it that, wouldn't that work. Wouldn't work. That wouldn't yeah, work. it wouldn't okay. work. It has to be given. Okay. Most of them don't want to be freed. Like they get weird about it. Yeah. They, okay. they absolutely like this is what yeah. they've always done. This is what they do. This is what they wish to do. Old traditions. Indeed. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Some of them have served families for eons. Their families yeah. served. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's do this. Uh, let's just, I guess, go down the line and figure, and figure out what, like, what's your favorite movie and what's your favorite book. Is that cool with you? Yeah, that's fine, yeah. dude. All right. Uh, Heather, we'll start with you. Um, my favorite movie would probably be, um, I really like The Prisoner of Azkaban. And which one is this? That one's the third one. Okay. Um, that's my probably favorite movie. Um, and then my favorite book, I really like um, Order of the Phoenix, and that is the fifth book. Right, how many books are there total? Seven. 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 Okay, mm-hmm. and then Boom. the prisoner asks him, and that's, a, that's, that's the a, third. Where um, he meets his uncle? Yes. And is that his aunt in the movie with him, or is that just his his, his side piece? No, there's Who is no. Who the, the uh, I can't remember her name, but she crazy ass hair. She she was in. Oh, uh, Tom. You're talking. Oh, yeah. I was going to vote Bellatrix. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's my spirit animal. If I could be Bellatrix, <laughs> I would be Bellatrix. I think you're talking about Tonks, the one Probably, that yeah. that hair's constantly changed. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's not really an aunt, and, and she's an serious, aunt figure, but okay. not related. Okay. And Sirius Black actually technically isn't an uncle either. Um, he he's a godfather. Okay. Yes. He's a godfather. Gotcha. So yeah. you meet a cast of characters who were very close friends with James and Lily it's Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Remus Lupin is, is one of them, and, and he and Tonks end up getting married. And that's where Tonks kind of becomes the ant-like figure because Remus was a close friend with James. Gotcha. Okay. okay. That, that answered my question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite movie and book, Gal? Uh, I can tell you my least favorite movie is Prisoner of Azkaban. And which one is that? <laughs> no, actually, that's not correct. That's, that's the one, the one I mm-hmm. like. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's actually ended. not correct. Um, my least favorite is going to be uh, Chamber of Secrets. Um, I, and which one is that? That was the second one. Second one, okay. That one was the second one. I feel like <sighs> there are certain things that we learn in that book that are important to the story, but the whole story itself just kind of seemed a little fluffy and unnecessary. Like filler? It did. It kind of felt like a bit of filler for me. Um, the movie itself, I didn't care for either. Um, my favorite my favorite one is probably, oh gosh, what's the fourth one? Yeah. Goblet of Go- Fire. Oh, that's okay. my least favorite book. That's right. Is that I, the one with the dragon? No, it's the one with a lot of Quidditch, and it yeah. drives me crazy. And I love Quidditch, so that's why I really liked that particular. And Quidditch, Quidditch. is the sport <laughs> the that sport. they play. Oh, that's the one they're like on like the, the, like the, on the brooms, brooms, and they have yeah. the circles, circles yep. and stuff like that. Okay. And it's not and it's yeah. not a Quidditch field. What is it called again? Uh, pitch. Pitch. Yeah. pitch. There we go. Yeah, because I know. Uh, there's um. Are you a Loki Harry Potter fan, dude? No, 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 no. This it's okay. Was, no, like, Jamie. We're in the room for that to be <laughs> uh, like out the closet now. No, as a fellow podcaster, he was actually a host on Krillnet. Jamie uh, Woodham. He is a huge. He's the Harry Potter guy at his job, and he does the Best of Friends podcast where they they do uh, the TV series Friends. 
And so he's talking about that, how people were kind of pissing him off, saying stuff wrong, and he has to be that guy to correct him. I was like, I can't remember what it was. I could use this on the show, so I just had to go ahead and ask. Like, <laughs> okay. Fuck, I forgot. Okay. So. And which one was your favorite book? It, it's also the Goblet, Goblet yeah. of Fire. Yeah. Okay. You I said really that was four, that right? That was four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aaron. It's such a hard thing. Like it's it's like asking me to pick the favorites of my children. I know. There's always one. I mean. Yeah. Whether you want to admit it or not. <laughs> truthfully, my favorite book is probably, um, holy moly. I know, right? It's it's tough. Honestly, I love I love the first book and the first movie, specifically mm-hmm. because the first book introduced me to this whole world. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. And one, I also love the Harry Potter universe because it's not mutually exclusive from this universe. Like, it's totally here, but just as a muggle, you just don't notice. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, just being completely introduced and going completely into this other world mm-hmm. and then seeing it outside of my head in the movie was just such a such an incredible experience. I, I loved... All of that, mm-hmm. all okay. of that, mm-hmm. and that's the sorcerer's stone, yeah, or the, the sorcerer's fo- yeah, or the yeah. philosopher's stone. Okay, okay, and then Alicia. So my favorite book was also the fifth one, mm-hmm. um, the Order of the Phoenix, and I I loved that in the book because the you got so much more information about what was happening with the wizarding world before yes. and and how this impacts mm-hmm. Harry today and. You know, so that was like the history book. That was like the sort of? filling in the. You get the a book. lot of stuff. Um, you get a dots. yeah. A, in, you're enlightened about. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. It's a lot of questions get answered at that point. I think mm-hmm. I literally hated book five. Like I needed that information because you know I needed that information. But it's pretty much like Harry Potter and the teenage angst. It is. So like I super <laughs> didn't like the movie. He didn't is like a the book. shithead teenager annoying. in that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, thinking back, that was the one that I, I loved enjoying reading the most. Mm-hmm. And uh, But rewatching the movies, I'd always thought the sixth movie was my favorite. Ugh. But then when I rewatched them just a few weeks ago before we went to Universal, I was like, why was that my favorite movie? Half-Blood Prince? Yeah, like I, that, it was just a lot of let's just make out in the tower and let's, you know, be I probably remember the least of that movie yeah, for like, some it, reason. Yeah. Like when I it's think weird. of the movie Half-Blood Prince, I'm like... Like what happened? Like nothing stands out in my mind. Yeah. yeah. So I think right now, as the being the like I'm a mom now, and I'm you know I rewatch all these movies, and I just have a different opinion on my life, which is probably why my house keeps changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I I really think that the seventh and eighth movies are really my favorite because we get the conclusion. And that was a part one, part two. Yes. We get the conclusion. The Snape stuff just really got to me. Yes. And so I I think. For me, I really just needed that. You get to learn more about Lily and James. You get to learn about their history. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess maybe the mom in me was just like, mm. I love this. I actually <laughs> held off watching the second Deathly Hollows until um, my nephews talked me into watching it um, probably about two or three months ago because I could not see the Snape scene. Like, I was just like, I can't do it. I can't. And then, like, my nephews can pretty much talk me into doing anything. And and they're really into Harry Potter right now, which just makes my heart so happy. That's cool. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, we'll watch it. That scene was too horrible but too wonderful. Like, you know, I don't want to say that that was the pinnacle of Alan Rickman's you know, yeah. actor life, yeah. but, but it, it was, was such, so it was such good. a beautiful, passionate, deep scene. Yeah. And just like knowing all that was going into it, it was, it was way too much. It mm-hmm. was. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that being said on that, like uh <laughs> sorrowful <laughs> note, are you guys ready for, 
um, the uh, what was it, Fantastic the Beast to come out this month. Yes. Yeah. When, when does it come out? The, November. Is it seventeenth? So it's that Friday something? right before. I don't know. Something like that, maybe. I know I have tickets the Thursday before it comes out. So okay. Sometime in the next three. So like weeks. yeah, two or three weeks. Yeah. And so that should yeah. be more uplifting because that gives us an introduction to everything that happened before Harry Potter. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to it. I think it looks so good. Yeah. Did you guys read Cursed Child? Like, I haven't. I have not read Cursed Child. No. Have you? No. I, I, I'm afraid of it. That, oh, that's kind of like me. I'm, I just can't quite bring myself to read it. <laughs> I don't know why. I probably should. Have you? I, I can't. I can't make myself do it yet. Yeah. I just, I just can't. I read a blips. So I'm like, here's the summary of it, maybe-ish. And I, I just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what we'll do, we'll take our last commercial break. When we come back, we'll let the people know where they can find you because this whole podcast was just Harry Potter. We were, <laughs> we were going to divide it up and do some gaming and anime, but... Fuck no. Yeah, fuck no. So, so we'll be right Harry back. Potter. We'll be right back. Thank you for downloading this episode. Here on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean... Google Play Music, or whatever podcasting library you're listening to this show on, please rate and review. Those reviews and ratings help us tremendously. We thank you. All right, so we're back. Um, As you just heard, me and Richard just got punched in the fucking face with uh, Harry Potterdom. Man, I like remember some of the like movies. Exploding. Uh, just for like one more time, like uh, so the pot, the the site was Pottermore. Is that what it was? Pottermore dot com. Okay, yeah. I'm there, and I'm just like so lost. Yeah, sorry. You'll you'll find it here in a minute. Okay. But um, yeah, we got we got to have you guys back to talk more Harry Potter, uh, and then possibly anime gaming. Maybe not. We Absolutely. might just do that over sure, Twitter, anytime. and it'd be like an open show over Twitter about the anime and stuff. But sure. Harry Potter stuff, uh, I think it's one of. Um, I don't want to be corny, but I mean, I think it's great literature because I know when we talked at um, the uh, Google and YP function at Glardia, talking about how the books are meant to grow with you at certain ages and stages. So I think Mm -hmm. that's very smart. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's pretty cool because it's something that can go through you without the ages. For me, it's it's like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. You know, those were deals when I was younger and I could grow up with Goku. It's the Mm -hmm. same thing in book form. Mm -hmm. Um, But. Uh, we're running out of time, so let's give everybody your info so they can find you. And, and if we have some more Harry Potter heads, they can contact you on Twitter, sure. Facebook, Instagram. So let's start with Heather. Sure. Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter, um, both at uh, SpaceKitten3000. Like Andre3000? Mm, yeah, but a Space Kitten. <laughs> <laughs> and Gal? Uh, I am at Galvia, Gal, sorry, I can't even say my own name. I am at Galialvia, which is G A L I A L V I A. Aaron? So all of my things are sort of adulting. Ooh. That's all of my things. There's some good names here. Oh, that's interesting. Dude, mine is like Elijah Bay. That's some <laughs> bullshit tagline. Alicia? Yeah, I, I don't have anything cool. Um, you would just have to find me on Facebook because I don't do a Twitter, apparently. Um, you need to start or tweeting. Instagram. So unless you find me through work, it's just Alicia Allen Gardner on Facebook. There we go. And Richard, where can the fine folks find anything they need to know about Black and Studios? At Black and Studios. Don't look. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and also uh, blackandstudios.com. 
And you can email us at email or fuck. Mm. You can email us at podcast at blackandstudios.com. Yes, they can. And you can find anything and everything you want to know about Harry Potter by contacting me or these lovely ladies. Uh, the Elijah Bailey Show on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter at Elijah Bailey Show without the W, that's S-H-O. And then also send your emails into Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. With that being said, let's lead the people out, Richard. I'm gone. <laughs>